Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Yeah, we're here live at Chemist Warehouse in Sandy Bay. Come along and say good day. Plenty of giveaways. And you can text us as well at 0437 Our next guest has arrived, Tim, and doesn't look quite as good as he used to in these awful Melbourne United colours. Melbourne United kit. <laughs> Not as good as all. ours. Not as good as ours. But Jacob Chance, welcome, assistant coach, Melbourne United. Was formerly at the Jack Jumpers as an assistant. Nice to see you, mate. Yeah, thanks for having me. Like I said, I've been in this chemist warehouse a few times, but never thought I'd be sitting out the front doing <laughs> the radio. And game. you're staying at the casino, Rest staying Point. How's the hospitality down it's there? It's been good. It's, a, it's an unbelievable view out there on the on the Derwent, so uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Did you get upstairs to the revolving restaurant for dinner I last haven't. night? No, or I didn't. Maybe we're, tonight? we're in North Hobart last night for dinner. Our, our manager does a good job of okay. getting us a little, a little spot. So Very good. Yeah. Before we get to the top of the table clash tonight, let's talk about you mm. first. And just, I don't think we've spoken since you, you've left. So just tell the listeners about your decision to leave the Jack Jumpers and head to United. Uh, yeah, it was a really tough one. We, we, me and my partner, love living in Tassie, love living in, in Hobart, and um, yeah, for me it was just, you know, I've, I've spoken pretty publicly about. Uh, I felt like me and Rothy did a good job of just bringing essentially Perth over to Tassie and how we operated, and we did a great job those two years of, of establishing a culture and a, and a place of high high performance. And uh, yeah, I felt like I needed to get out of my comfort zone a little bit and experience something different and. Had an opportunity to work with Dean in the Boomers window in, in February and kind of saw an opportunity there coming out of contract the following year here in Tassie and, and just took it. And uh, yeah, really tough decision. I thought I had at least one more year here and, and was really excited by the chance to come back and work with that group. But uh, yeah, sometimes in professional sport, timing is, uh, timing is everything. Is that them coming to you? Is that you going to them when you say you want to get out of the comfort zone? No, or? I think anytime you're in this profession, you've always got your ear to the ground. And you know, I'm, I'm lucky in my space that I work with the national team that you connected. And I knew with Shula taking that job in, in Brisbane, there was an opportunity potentially to go up there. And uh, yeah, I think my agent reached out and, and just sort of said, hey, there's something that's available if you want to look at it. And uh, it all moved pretty quick right before I went to the World Cup. And uh, yeah, like I said, I thought we had a little bit more time here. It was an awkward time. I think I left in like May, which was, you know, I was doing free agency with Tassie. And, yeah. Um, but Roth was great and Christine and, and Jorick at the time were great and they understood it and yeah, I'm really enjoying the new challenge. And so head coaching is obviously the end goal. Is is it now, you talk about getting out of your comfort zone, you <coughs> get different experiences to make sure you're ready for when that opportunity comes and do you think you're far off? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm ready, but uh, I'm fully comfortable with the fact, too, that there's only 10 jobs. And, yeah. and I might go, you know, I was listening to Craig McCraig talk the other day about, I think he did 20-odd years as an assistant, yeah. and I'm fully prepared that that might be the case. And you can't rush these things, you know, the right opportunity will come up at the right time. But, yeah, I just felt like, you know, I'm going to finish this contract in Melbourne, and, and maybe I'll stay there for five, six years. Who knows? You just never know. But at the end of this two-year contract, it's like, okay, great, I've got a resume where I've I've worked for Dean Vickerman, Scott Roth, Brian Gorge and Trev Gleeson and, and Matty Nielsen, Adam Ford, and I feel pretty comfortable about the apprenticeship I've done. So, yeah, really enjoying seeing how a club like Melbourne operates and uh, I'm still getting adjusted. It, yeah. it's, been, it's been a challenge. It's probably been the most, the biggest challenge I've faced in the last couple of years. So, uh, yeah, really enjoying it. Yeah, you mentioned there some of the, you literally work with some of the best yeah. coaches in Australian basketball. What are, what are some of the things you've picked up from from them? What are the, the strengths oh. or, what, or what do all of them, if anything, have in common? The, the biggest commonality, coaches? and I speak to all of them, you know, often, I was just with Gorgie the other day and obviously with Dino every day, is just you have to find a way to be yourself in the mix of all the madness. And yeah. I know that's a simple saying, but it's just, I think, all of them do an unbelievable job. Scott does a great job here in Tassie of 
wins, losses, uh, public expectation, fan expectation uh, of just staying true to who he is. And um, yeah, that's a, that's a real challenge for a young coach because I've got, like you said, all these great ideas coming from multiple fantastic coaches. Well, what do I believe in? What yeah. do I really, uh, really like? And I'm, I'm going through that process at the moment of really establishing my own philosophy. Yeah. Jacob Chance is our guest. He's an assistant coach with Melbourne United now, formerly with sounds the Jack strange. Jumpers. It does sound strange. <laughs> what are you made of the Jack Jumpers from the outside looking in? Obviously, a, a completely different looking squad to what you yeah. were with last year, but uh, obviously started the season really well. Yeah, there's some core things there that I didn't expect to change, especially with Scott at the helm. And uh, it was obviously, you know, obviously me stepping away, it was a great transition with Weeksy coming in. And I thought that was the perfect transition to have a player with that group come in. Um, yeah, they're tough. They're, 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 you know, offensively, they've gone to another level this year. I think they're number one in the league, which I know Rothy likes to say defend the island. But at the moment, it's how can you stop them? It's, it's not trying to <laughs> score on them. So, yeah, it's... Uh, it's it's been interesting watching the development of Jordan and Milk. Like their chemistry seems to really come through the screen on the TV, and uh, they really hurt us in Melbourne when we played them. So handling those two is going to be um, yeah a real big challenge for us tonight. And yeah, they've done it. You know, I've always said in this league, chemistry and continuity always wins. And I still look at that group of Steindl, Best, McDonald, Magne, Krizovic, McVeigh. You know, that core group of Australians that I think play the right way and have really carried them through this early part of the season. Yeah, they do play the right way. Mm. You touched on it a little bit there. The defend the island and the culture of the Jack Jumpers mm. is, it's in even two and a half years has become legendary, yep. really. But they have they've they've managed to throw in a couple of offensive players and have that real offensive punch, but keep yep. the core group together yep. and and playing as a Jack Jumper. What that means, yep. they they hold onto that tightly, don't they? No, hundred percent. And uh, and you're can, a big part of setting that up. Yeah, as well. yeah, no, and you can see it. And I think it was all driven. I always go back to when. Uh, you know, me and Clint decided to come over here and, and he said, you know, I said, how are you going to shape this place? How, what's going to be your stamp? And I know he spent some time with you and he just said, I'm going to be the first guy in every day, every off day and, and that's going to be my way. I'm not going to be this rah-rah kind of guy. I'm just going to set the tone with my work ethic and how I apply myself to my profession. And uh, I remember the first off day we ever had, it was like, couple of guys come in. I remember a couple of, oh, Clint's in here early. Like, he's like, what's he doing? And then you get three, four weeks down the track, and then it was just a staple. It's like off days, come in, get your treatment, look after your body, dedicate yourself to your craft. And, and that really set the tone for this for the franchise. And, yep. um, yeah, I look at that and now what McVeigh's doing, and, and those guys have all really taken it and run with it. And, and as you said, they, they hold on to it, and, and it helps them win some games. Just on the, the change of roster for the Jackies, obviously Jet did such, Josh Majet for those yeah. listening, um, did a wonderful very, job. Sitting very up. upset about these spreadies. <laughs> he did a great yeah, job yeah, setting yeah. up the culture and on-court leader, obviously, but that change, I guess, bringing Crawford in that scoring yeah. punch now that we've got, a, a yeah. good one, do you think, on the outside yeah, looking in? Yeah, I mean, Josh was fantastic. Uh, the intangibles he brought, he's one of my favourite players I've ever you know, been lucky enough to work with, and um, I, I still remember when we were putting that team together, I was in my living room in Perth, and um, I was in isolation after finishing with Perth, and, um, yeah, we, we kind of missed out on a, a local point guard that was pretty well documented in Mitch Norton and, and I was like what are, now we need a point guard and we're pretty we weren't one of the local and Josh Majette's name came up and I was like this is a no-brainer for us and we knew the deficiencies we knew you know and he knew them as well but it was like we knew what he could add every day and uh, yeah he was massive um, I was disappointed not to see another NBL team pick him up I, I really thought you look around the league and it's like there's clubs that you know not every five six you don't need guys that can score the ball you need two i think or three um and to have someone like him steady the ship for someone would have been great but we well, to set the standard like a, a clean does down here isn't yeah, it like he's, a, yeah. he's clearly a culture person no culture guy just sets the table and yeah i was disappointed but I, i'm excited to see what's next for jet and and your question about crawford yeah he's 
seems like the perfect piece. He seems unselfish. He, he plays the right way. And uh, they're leading the league right now in, in kick-out threes, and, and they generate 60% of unguarded catch-and-shoot shots. And a lot of that's coming from, from Jordan Crawford getting his feet in the paint and drawing three or four guys and, and finding the open man, which is... Uh, yeah, which is a sign of their culture and how they play. Just before we get on to the key matchups and where you can yeah. win and lose the game tonight, you're at my state at 7 o'clock tonight, you're going to have to walk past <laughs> the home bench. How's that going to be? Do you and think? me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where you did tip. your best work. Yeah. You're going to have to keep going an extra 40 yeah. metres. Well, as long as I don't do... We got to Perth the other week and Luke Travers walked into the wrong room. So as long as, <laughs> I, as, long as I don't do that, I'll be right. But, yeah, it'll be, it'll be uh, different. We actually played a... I don't know if you remember, we played that away game here mm. against uh, the Breakers. Mm. and. I mean, they gave us our locker room and stuff for that day, but that was a bizarre experience in yeah. itself. And uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be different. I'm I'm really looking forward to sitting on the other side of the fence tonight. It is, I think, one of the best places to play in and, Australia. And, and now you're fun. in opposition team. What, yeah. what what are the players at Melbourne United talk about? their experiences coming to play here against Tassie. Do they enjoy the atmosphere? Yeah. Do they enjoy Brent's tone <laughs> over the microphone? What's the, yeah. what's the feel? There's been some good stories. There was, a, there was a big playoff game down here, in, I think, in our first year. and um, Yeah, there's some good stories that came from that. I remember talking with Jack White about that at the World Cup. and um, Yeah, no, the, it's the same thing. You go into any hostile environment, it's like, how together can we be? How much can we limit the, the energy plays and the hustle points? And you know that message doesn't really change, whether it's Perth or Tassie or going to Adelaide. So uh, they're excited, you know. The, gr the group's pumped, and you want to play in big games like this, especially at this time of year. Yeah. And uh, yeah, looking forward to a good game. Just quickly, because we get to the news, but no Delhi for you. But it sounds like he's mm. on track, which is good news. But you got yep. JLA back, Joe Lawala yep. Chul, so that's a, a massive inclusion. Yeah, yeah, no, Joe's been great. He had a you know rough timing with that injury. It's never nice to not start your season on time. So you know he's done a good job getting back a lot earlier than we expected. And uh, yeah, he'll take a little bit of time easing in. Ariel's been fantastic for us in the centre spot. So yep. um, yeah, looking forward to. Yeah, he embraces these opportunities in these environments, so it should be a good one for him tonight. Great to see you, mate. Good luck tonight. Not, Give us not two too much keys luck. to our listeners. Where's the game won and lost? <laughs> so. uh, yeah, I think what I mentioned before, we, we've got to limit Tassie's penetration tonight and see if we can keep them out of the paint, both Milton, uh, Milton and JC. And if we can do that, we'll, we'll put ourselves in a good spot defensively. And then I think it's the discipline battle. Uh, we used to talk about it playing United when I was with Tassie, and now it's uh, roles reverse. Like, how disciplined can you be for 40 minutes, taking care of the ball and, and, and finishing possessions with rebounds? So, yeah, it's going to be a hell of a game. I'm looking we'll forward be. to it. Yeah, thanks for coming, particularly on game day, mate. Good no, to see you. Not too yes. much good luck for tonight, though. <laughs> Jacob Chance you, joining Josh. us here at Chemist Warehouse in Sandy Bay. Come down and say good day. We're here for the next half an hour. We'd love to see you. We're off to news, sport, and weather, though, for you now.